This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. This is the besotted Pride of West London podcast and we're coming to you from Craven Cottage. If you listen to it, you listen to the cheering, listen to the chanting in the background. Apparently this is our cup final, according to the Fulham fans. To be quite honest with you, it might as well have been our cup final because they were quiet for most of the game today. We have had an absolutely terrific, tremendous day here today. Are you listening, Fulham, to the songs that we're singing? We're walking along, we're singing a song, and unfortunately, since 1990, they still haven't beaten us at Craven Cottage. What an absolutely brilliant result. Didn't deserve to go behind at the end of the day, because we were absolutely and totally in command of this game. But to be fair, a moment of brilliance from the man Mitrovic on 60 grand a week, 30 grand for the were playing. That's about 10 times more than we're playing our players. But you can take that. At the end of the day, they still couldn't beat us. They still could not beat us. Listen, what a terrific, tremendous result at the end of the day, wasn't it? Oh, it weren't bad. My voice is gone, sorry. That's what you get. That's what you get for time wasting. I think we did play particularly well in the second half but I think the change bringing on Neil what a decision that was it was amazing my voice was gone this is probably the most celebrated goal I've ever seen word for you out there next time you tell us to celebrate a last minute goal put away your cameras just enjoy the moment and savour it you red you red you red listen listen absolutely come on come on listen this is listen how, how are you feeling after that look I'm a bit gut. Listen, it didn't matter to us so much. Fulham really needed this win today. They needed to get back in front. They needed this win. And we were all over them. They looked scared. They got, to be fair, moment of brilliance. They got a great goal. And we had the wind knock out of us. But it shows how much fire we've got in our bellies today, didn't it? Oh, I, words can't actually, I can't even figure any words to describe today. Right. Neil Malpai, I absolutely love you. Um, Malpai yeah. in the last minute? Uh, Malpai in the last minute. It's brilliant. <laughs> Listen, how good was that? No, yeah, it was unbelievable and nothing more than we deserved. I'm not being funny. They've got Arnold from different strikes messing about with the ball for five minutes every time it goes out. A play, Bettinelli's taking an hour and a half to take a free kick every time. They've wasted time. One of their players faints for no reason in injury time to try and burn that clock. They got exactly what they deserved. You know that. 
Oh. Look at this. Oh. Yeah. Listen, it's quite funny because it's really weird. We got a draw today. They keep saying it's our cup final, but we're celebrating. It's not about that. It's about the last-minute goals we always seem to score against them. Lo- love it. Un- unreal. Best feeling. Love it. Oh, unreal. Malpay in the last minute. 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 So Malpay, listen. Neil Malpay is coming. He's turned up. Listen, he's turned up to be a bit of a super sub, the Malpay man, hasn't he? I mean, listen. He's, he's looked in a fair few goals yes. and he's harshed his critics. He's, he's hushed the critics. He's hushed the critics, hasn't he? He's had a really tough season, you know. He's come in as a young lad. He's had to adapt and he's done brilliantly. You know, he's had his critics, but he's done brilliantly this season. Look, this he deserved game, that goal. Listen, this game, let's just talk to me through it. I mean, how, how do you see this game go? I thought we were the better side, but we didn't, we didn't, really, have, we didn't really test the goalkeeper and then they took their chances, a good side like they do, and... I don't think we had it after that, to be honest. I don't think we had, after they scored, I don't think we had it off it. But we got a goal and that's all that matters. It's interesting as well because when we, we were, I thought we were totally in command, they looked scared. It's funny because we had Fulham fans, we had the Fulhamish posse down the pub beforehand, we had the Magic Mod down the pub beforehand, and they were really nervous, they were really scared. But when we came out here, it looks like the team was as nervous as the fans were. True, but they didn't concede and they stayed, kept themselves in the game. Yeah. And that's the sign of a good side. So... I've got a lot of respect for Fulham I thought they played really well well I don't mean they played well but they kept themselves in the game and perhaps Brentford of this season have played well and lost games whereas they didn't play well and didn't lose so that's the difference between us and them I think so and it's interesting because they called us a, a pound shop Fulham or a budget shop Fulham as it is um, we weren't sure if it's a disrespect or if it's a compliment but in a way you can see that you know they were you know they struggled today but Mitrovic gets the ball boom boom bang in the back of the net and it was almost like there's the difference okay fair enough he's on 60 grand a week Fulham are paying 30 grand of it we, we can't go anywhere near that so what do we yeah, how do we compete how do we compete well we don't but we managed to do it so you know on paper we shouldn't but we managed to we managed to stay in there so so they should be embarrassed yeah they should have beaten us today and they didn't they didn't even look like beating us their support was awful and their performance was awful they got a point that's probably good enough for them but still you know Big Brentford did the job so happy days so apparently Fulham are listening to the songs that we're singing we're walking along singing a song so uh, Fulham are not happy we're outside the away end here and, and Fulham obviously uh, the away goal that's been scored has, has upset a few characters um, there's all sorts of horses and everything like that but they must as we say Malpay in the last minute Malpay in the last minute um, oh, how was that oh, well listen you know uh, we're making we're making our way out of the danger zone here. Apparently, uh, watch out for the yeah, that's right. We're out for the horse. <laughs> that's it. Um, yeah, Fulham, Fulham fans, they're not happy at all, are they? Jeez, oh, I, I can't imagine what they might be pissed off about. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, uh, talk about the game, bloody hell! Um, brilliant first half. I thought we were excellent in the first half. Second half, Fulham came at us a bit more. I think they controlled the game a bit more. But we hung in there. We hung in there. They scored a very good goal. It was a very good one, wasn't it? It was a very good goal. Oh. And, and listen, this just goes to show you. Listen. We take the piss as much as we can do, but we're also we're fairly balanced as well. And we say that Fulham scored a, they scored a, a, a very good, a goal that we'd love to score. Yeah, we'd love to score. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'd love to score a goal like that. But you know they scored the goal, and it, it, it actually knocked us off, off kilter. I thought. Yeah, we it kind of knocked the stuffing out of us for about ten minutes. Um, 
but you know with this side it's, we know the, where the quality is and they never give up and they kept, they kept going all we needed was one chance there were only two chances in that second half and both were goals and I, you know credit to Morpay I think, I think that's his role coming in off the bench 20 minutes to go it's confusing people I just scare the shit out of them he runs the players he's strong he's, he's powerful he's pacey he gets in people's faces and that's what you want from a substitute so you know credit, credit to him credit to him for you know sticking with it and another goal Indeed, indeed, I'd say. There's a lot of testosterone flying around at the moment. There's all sorts of fence pointing and all sorts going on. Fulham fans are just, they're just, they're just not happy. It's really funny because a lot of people, you know, other clubs say, Fulham fans, them, getting angry? Really, I've never seen Fulham fans angry, but there's a lot of angriness going on here today. Um, obviously, maybe, I don't it's know. There's a gap. Oh, there's a gap in the fence. Oh, there we go. There we go. But anyway, listen, but listen, we won't talk about that. We're going to talk about the big game here today. Um, you were very happy with this game, weren't you? Oh, it's amazing, wasn't it? Let's be honest, right? <laughs> so we're not going to go to the playoffs now. Draw's probably going to stitch us up, but we've probably stitched them up as well, right? So I'll take that. In- indeed. I mean, we'll, we'll all take that. I mean, at the end of the day, like I said, we came here with no, no expectations. Hope. No, 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 no hope. 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 No hope, hope, no expectations. They came with lots of expectations, with a lot of fear. 100%. They didn't want to play us, did they? No. no nobody wants to play us. And I'll, I'll be honest... It's amazing, right? We've we've dragged it on for a little bit and all that type of thing. So let's let's just do it, right? And I'm I'm, I'm happy with the season, happy with what's going on, and let's go next, right? We, we'll sell a few players, but we just keep on regrouping, right? That's what we do. Booster, bees fans are happily downing a few points in Fulham. We were in the well, we were in a pub in Putney beforehand, but it was uh, it's Brentford everywhere actually. And we were in a pub in Putney again after the game. Brentford fans very happy. I had a conversation with a couple of Fulham fans afterwards who were very unhappy and uh, saying that we were celebrating like we won the cup. And I said, well, not necessarily. We scored a last-minute goal, and uh, Fulham still haven't been there since 1990, and that's a fact. And you know, I said to him, they scored a very good goal with Mitrovic. That's fair enough. But at the end of the day, you can't take it away from us. That Brentford actually played very well. And uh, after a long conversation, he admitted, actually, yes, we did play very well. And I think if anything, he was probably a bit gutted because he knows that their playoff chances are back in the bag, and the automatic has probably gone out the window. Uh, from a, 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 I can't speak for Fulham, but from their point of view, they won't want to go through the playoffs because, as, as we know, it's a lottery. Um, having said that, from, from our point of view, we did play extremely well. Uh, we passed the ball. Our uh, passing the movement was, was first class. And I have to say, Woodsy, well, I think, um, you know, if Tom Carney is the best in the championship, well, Woodsy really, really today, I think, I think he made his match in and, and especially in that first half today, I mean, we yeah. were all over them, we were closing them down, we were winning the balls, we had a lot of energy, um, we were, and the little touches, and I thought we embarrassed Fulham, and I'm not saying this in a disrespectful way, but in a lot of ways, I was expecting a lot more from them, they just looked scared, that it's like they didn't know how to deal with us. Uh, yeah, they're, they're, they had a couple of players playing at the back that looked very, very nervous, and um, I think the first 15, 20 minutes, they were extremely nervous, and Fulham were a little bit lucky not to go one little down. I, I think um, at Brentford, we kind of surprised them, because... You know, not a lot of teams are giving us credit in the season um, and, and, and the media because we're only we're only ninth or tenth, and we're, we I think personally we should be a lot higher than what we are. But I I, I, I stand by my comment that league tables is a lie. But having said that, 
Brentford's pressing game when Fulham had the ball was fantastic and that, it was very very good when, when the Fulham goalkeeper had a goal kick you could see that he want, Fulham wouldn't pass the ball out the back and in a couple of times in the second half he just couldn't you know because our pressing was so so good so they Fulham had to go long you know um, the, the, the main difference between Fulham and Brentford yeah. um, yeah. was uh, Mitrovic, yeah. And, and you know, and I suppose that's worth 35 grand a week, 40 grand a week gets you. Well, he's, what, he's, he's on 60 grand a week, apparently, pulling okay. up yeah. paying 30 of it, though. Okay, well, yeah. Um, yeah, one chance, one goal, and, and, and fair play to him, you know. Well, um, he just looks at the goal back as well, it was a very well taken goal. He sort of curved it around the Brentford defender as well, uh, hit it first time. Yeah, um, goalkeeper really had no chance, in off the post. Uh, it's very hard for a goalkeeper to save that, that kind of shot. Um, I, I, I think that Brent, Brentford really, we, we've done very well today, um, both on and off the pitch, certainly inside the ground. Uh, it's, it's, I thought our fans were fantastic. We didn't stop singing, apart from half-time. Um, the only thing is, I kind of let you guys down because I did buy a pint at half-time, and my apologies. Marvellous, marvellous. Listen, you know, why should we not celebrate? Because um, then we got the Craven Cottage, and okay, we didn't get the result that we wanted, because we needed to win today, or we would like to win today. But we showed, again, that we're more than a match for these teams. And I'll tell you what it is as well, and it's not saying in a haterish way. Last season and this season, Fulham are the media team, all the media people, they love them. Oh, their football is so delightful, it's so wonderful, oh, they're the best team in the world, oh, look at them. You know, they, they, they deserve to go up. Everyone keeps saying, did Fulham deserve to go up? Today, we deserve to beat Fulham, because we not only matched when we outclassed, we didn't get the goal that we should have done earlier on, even though there was a handball that we should have had, and also an offside goal that we should have had, but those things happen in football, so we're not going to moan about it. But we were very, very good, and... One day you'd actually like people to actually tip you out and say, actually, you're decent. Because if we were Newcastle last season, everyone would be raving about us. You know what I'm saying? If we were Fulham playing that football, they'd all be raving about us. But we're Brentford and we're not fashionable, so they still don't. There's people in the know who give us a credit. People that do the podcast, Total Football Show, you know, the old not the top 20 podcast people. A couple of people at Channel 5, they know the score because we've been feeding them information. You know, I talked to um, Colin Murray and all them characters, so they know that the sport. But in general, people, they don't give us the credit. But listen, it doesn't matter. But we'll still be under the radar, and then we'll come back and we hit them, don't we? Well, you know what? Let's set the benchmark here, right? Fulham looked a good side to me today. They looked a decent side. And they're intricate football around the box. The goal was a great goal. I thought, here is it again, probably middle, middle of the first half. They, when they had a, had a bit of control of the match, they looked a really good side. However, we were more than that side today. I thought it was a really, really great performance by us. From the off, we set the tone. We competed. Straight away, we, we had control of the game for the first 10 minutes. The Ollie Watkins chance, the offside thing. I'm, I'm just, like, super proud of the way the team played. Um, the game was really enjoyable. If we walked away one little defeat, or the happy walked away and said, right, listen, we would deserve it, but I really enjoyed the game, worth the money, and we played well. We didn't. We got that last minute goal, kept the fighting spirit, that still of Steen Smith going nuts. I love it. I've had a great day today, man. And, and, and Nikanovic as well, the Fulham manager, apparently he was very, very unhappy when we scored our goal, from what I can gather. 
Um, well, we what makes the difference sweeter is that it was what, 94th minute, and probably between 92 and 93 was a mix of people walking off the pitch for about a minute, like sort of moonwalking off, going full, going backwards and already going, uh, went going forwards, and then Mitrovic went down like he got shot, and they done their best to see out the game. They just couldn't do it, could they? And that made it all the sweeter. And you know, now by, I thought, I thought um, Carlos was a little ineffective today, you know, he tried that, and I like, I like Carlos, but he's a little ineffective. There's a few whispers in the stands saying, uh, now if I come on, it'll, it'll, be, it'll be a nuisance, it'll cause, it'll cause a scene. And Smith made the exact sub that I would have, and all the lads around me would say the same thing. He made that exact sub, and it's really good to see. I'm liking the way Malpai is developing. He's in the right place at the right time. I like that guy, and uh, it makes a lot of money. We'll be chilling by the river because we're happy, feeling crying, aren't they? They're weep, weeping into the gin and tonics, aren't they? Yeah. Into their, uh, you know, the lattes. You know, it's, uh, they are desperately disappointed and we are, everyone up, we're very happy. Very happy men. Yeah, we are. I mean, the thing is, we've been looking around and we're looking for some Fulham fans to talk to and there's, there's, there's no one about. They've all gone home. They're sort of crying on the telly once again, I think. So uh, we have to talk amongst ourselves, don't we? Um, everyone's been talking about how Brentford have just up, you know, up themselves today. They, they, they're, they're so proud of the way that they played. That you know, they were fighting. They were, they were pressing them properly hardcore as well, didn't they? Yeah. Um, give credit. I'm going to give credit to Dean Smith here. At, at the start, I think we were all looking at what team he was going to put out and uh, to drop Egan and put Meppham in there and then for Egan to come off the bench um, and the midfield three, Watkins up front, I think he got it absolutely bang on right. First half, I think first half we controlled the game, they got back into the second half, but full credit to Dean Smith, full credit to everyone in in players. I think Sergi hasn't had a great season, I think he had a really good hour that he was on there. Uh, Flo, Joe, quality. Just, set up the goal yeah one, you know the guy you won't expect to get up there and yeah. win a header wins it and uh, more by the guy who's people have, have written off is, is the one that knocks it in again for that's 14 is it for the season for more pie can't knock 14 goals no, no. it's two behind uh, Andre Gray wasn't it you know we all rated Andre Gray he's two behind him now with and I think if you listen back to a podcast I'm pretty sure that I said that Malpay was going to get um, and I said this about three months ago well four months ago I said oh, I'm going to put money in that Malpay will get 14 or 15 I said I, I, think, I said that I think he's going to match Vibay's let's say yeah. goals for the season when everyone was raving about him when he got them 14 goals and he's, he's right up there yeah the only thing probably the thing that kind of uh, with Malpay is, is the midfield haven't backed him up Andre Gray had Pritchard had Hotter had Douglas all scoring a goal a dozen goals alongside him more players not that so we're all looking at more players to get the goals so when he doesn't get that 15, 16 or whatever he's, oh yeah, he's having a poor season but he hasn't had a poor season he's coming off the bench he's doing well he's 21 years of age he's at 21 don't write that kid off because next year he comes back better the same as McCondes will do the same as Ogbeni they'll all come back better for, you know, for another solid season so three games to go all to play for haven't apparently you have to have faith when it comes to the 90th minute and you're still 1-0 down, you have to have faith. As the DJ says, yes. We've got bees in the house. We've got bees in the house there. We've got Fulham in the house. We've got Fulham-ish in the house. and They're looking a bit dejected here. 
Have you picked yourself up? It's just the end of the game. Billy, are we, are we really doing this? Is this really happening? Am I dreaming? Or are you sticking a microphone in my face? With Fulham just throwing away our automatic promotion chances. Because you scored a goal in the 94th minute. Am I, can you wake me up? Because I don't think this happens. I want to say to you is that, you know, you're saying you're throwing away automatic chances. Or to be fair, to be fair, you picked yourself up. Because Brentford were all over Fulham. Particularly in that first half. And you should have been maybe two goals down in the first half. In the second half, you switched it up a gear. But if you were 2-0 down, you would have probably... So to be fair... It's probably a, a good result for Fulham. Are you telling me that a draw wasn't a fair result? You think Brentford should have won the game? I, just said, I think it was a good result for Fulham. It was not a good result for Fulham. Look, in the, in the circumstances we're in, it's win at all costs. And, okay. I haven't seen the highlights. You've, you've seen the highlights. I haven't. It seems like that there was a goal for Brentford in the first half that was apparently onside from what I saw of it the Fulham players stopped playing when they were scared give it a rest Billy (laughs) because the goal because it was given offside the Fulham players stopped playing would Marcus Bettinelli have saved if it was still in play I reckon so it wasn't that dangerous opportunity handball I can't speak I haven't seen it it sounds like it was a handball and fair play should have been given a penalty we're saying we ain't moaning about that because these things happen in football and to be fair we had a lot of luck against Nottingham Forest they hit the post twice we get a bit of luck and you know sometimes you get the roll of the green you're done everyone's going to swap it you know and we were, when we were 1-0 down and I was thinking about this would I rather have taken three points against Forest or three points against Fulham and get the rub of the green here against Forest, I would have definitely rather taken this one here. But as it goes between the two matches, it worked out quite nicely for us. Look, I think looking overall at the game, if I was a, if I was a neutral going to Craven Cottage today, Billy, I would have said that it was a deserved draw. The Brentford deserves a point out of the game. You played well. You're a very impressive team, and I've got a lot of time for a lot of your players. Ollie Watkins is a constant danger, and you've got some very neat midfield players that. Ryan Woods was all over that midfield in the first half. He was he was exceptional. Returning from injury, he was absolutely brilliant. But, but, but what kills me, and I just didn't interrupt you there, because everyone goes on about Kearney. Yeah, Kearney, if Kearney controls the game, but he didn't, he didn't have a chance to get a foothold on that, did he? I don't know. I still think that Kearney had, had an influence on the game. Look, I thought a draw was a fair result. I, I thought we were going to nick a victory, and I thought that... I, I wasn't even thinking I was just thinking brilliant we've nicked a victory out of this and, and uh, had this finished 1-0 which it very well could have of course it could have been I would have been sitting here to you again maybe you wouldn't have entered the pub I don't know I would have come win or lose we are because we've been we've been Brentford and we always I'd have, never do I, I would have come here and said hard luck I would have said we didn't play that well we didn't really deserve to win and we nicked it now, so, I'm going to just stop you there and I've said this a bit earlier with characters now what really upsets us we've played lots of games this season and all the teams have come up to us and a lot of teams come up to us said Brentford you played really brilliant today we didn't expect you to be like that you played us at the park you turn around and you say you haven't played that well but to be fair our pressing game and we pressed you so much we didn't allow you to play so sometimes we like to, teams to give us a little bit of credit because at the end of the day we I thought we, we we got your game sussed out and we didn't allow your players to play the game that they normally have but I'm giving you credit I'm saying that had we won today I'd have come away and said you were hard done by because I thought you were good today 
Look, but we didn't let you play. That's what I thought. I thought, for, listen, I see Brentford week in and week out. Sometimes we're like, why aren't they pressing? Why are they being so lazy? But today they're throwing themselves in front of the ball. They're pressing you. They're making you make mistakes, yeah. which is good. That is that is good football. Look, you, you, you did exactly what QPR did as well. You, you stopped us playing our game. You disrupted our flow. Press us high at the pitch, especially in that second half where we tend to tear teams apart. And when even when you went one 0 down, you didn't fall apart. Many teams do that against us. They go that one 0 down and they just start. Our heads to drop though. We, we saw it big time. You had five ten minutes where you obviously were a bit panicky. You went a goal down and we kind of came back. We we were looking to score a second, but you stayed fairly resolute. It was a few last ditch challenges, but you stayed strong. And then from about 80 minutes, Fulham were holding on. Whilst you weren't creating too many clear-cut chances, we were holding on a little bit. And what I would say as well, because what, we talked to you a bit, and we've the full flow, because you say that Fulham were holding on. The first half, I thought Fulham looked scared. In the second half, I thought, when you, especially when you got the goal, you looked like the Fulham that I thought you were going to look like. You looked much more dominant, you looked much more confident, you passed the ball around. Then in the last 10 minutes, you look scared again. It's like it's like a real metamorphosis between the two, two Fulhams today. There, there, there is a bit of a problem with Fulham at the moment. We seem to lack a little bit of metal at the key, key, key moments. Like today was a key moment. That's what worries me if Fulham do get into the playoffs, and it looks likely now because that's a massive two points dropped. The, when it comes to the crunch moments, do we have that metal in order to secure the points, secure the win? I'm not sure. You've got to give credit to Brentford today. They played it well. Had not gone your way the first half, you could have been in front. I still think a draw was a fair result looking at the game as a whole. But look, you're a very good side. And to be honest, I think you should be in the playoffs. When you look at the squad that Millwall's got, when you look at Brentford's squad, you look at how much better that you play than Millwall, and you look at Millwall in sixth right now, you should be feeling a bit disappointed that it isn't the Bees in this position. You're a better squad than Millwall, you play better football than Millwall, and the fact that they're there and you're not, I think is a slight weakness in your side and, and first first eight games we, we, we didn't win any, any matches that, that, that's what it comes down to if we had won two more matches out of those first eight we'd be in the playoffs very simply but Millwall also had a bad start to the season Millwall were 17th in December and obviously that, I, I think when it comes down to the end of the season that game that you lost at Millwall will, will cost you but Millwall is obviously a tough place to go would I prefer Brentford than Millwall in the Premier League? All day. You're a good side and there's the rivalry and all that. And Am I gutted? Yes. But I think Brentford are a good side and I think today you showed that on your day you're a very good passing side and well worthy of being in the top echelons of the lead. So fair play to Brentford. You came here, you got a point. Very, very well done. But what I will also say to you, and you have made a fair point about Millwall, there's also a momentum thing. Millwall, Sheffield United, and we've seen this as well. When you come out and you've done very well from a previous league, you've got momentum. They've got momentum in this league, they've done it, but their team kept together. What we did is we did exactly the same thing in our first season. We got the players, so we defunded down, founded people just like what Millwall have done. But what we had after that is that people went, oh, Brentford are actually quite good, and your team gets broken up. And it's how you deal with that breakup afterwards. And Millwall, 
if they don't go straight up this time, they're going to have to deal with that just in the same way that other teams have done as well. So, But what I want to say, just last question I'll say to you as well. One thing that you must be more gutted about more than anything else, obviously, the last few times we played you, we had the famous song that we always love singing, which is Hotter in the Last Minute, which is like, you know, a glorious, glorious song. But obviously that, that got parked when he went to Birmingham City. But however, today, Neil Malpay pops up and the song has returned, just with a new name. Malpay in the Last Minute. You must be gutted because it's, it's going to haunt you forever, surely. Well, it's not going to haunt us forever, Billy, because next season, as you well know, Fulham are going to be in the Premier League and Brentford will be in the Championship. Brilliant. This is what I wanted. I've got it out of you. <laughs> and you won't have the chance to sing it. That's and right. by the time this fixture comes around again, could it be another 20, 25 years like it was last time? We might have gone to be on European heavyweights like we did last time. So, fortunately, you'll probably have forgotten about today by the time the next meeting comes around. I've loved our last four seasons. We've had a great time meeting and Brentford and meeting all your boys but this meeting unless barring an FA Cup draw isn't going to happen again excellent I'll tell you something I'll be, I'll be talking to you for about 10 minutes trying to get this out of you and I've finally got it I've saved it and I've put it in the vault we'll talk next season Sammy <laughs> no you won't there's all sorts of views I tell you the Fulham, the Fulham characters are all like, happy actually well, they're Until they got their goal. Yeah, you know, the Benjamin's goal was like, out of the it's, top draw. It's, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's, it's a beautiful goal. And then we're going to say it again, we are balanced, and we say to you, Fulham, fair play, mate. You've brought this guy in, you pay him a lot of money, but he's, he's delivered big yeah, time yeah. for you. Yeah, he absolutely has, but he's, he, he's not your player. And, um, yeah, yeah. But if he gets them up, that's, he's done the job. Uh, yeah, of course. You know, fair, fair, fair play for getting that vision in. And uh, But for Brentford, we had a handball penalty, absolute nailed on penalty he should have had. Um, the offside that um, Watkins was pulled back on wasn't offside. And then we, we got our just deserves at the very least. And I'm going to say as well as well, obviously, you know, um, Jakanovic, the manager, apparently, is very, very upset. When, uh, when the Brentford goal went in and the Brentford bench went absolutely concerned they said to you if you think Dean Smith has got no passion just just, just check back onto Sky Sports or check back on the goals and that Brentford bench going absolutely concerned Djokovic uh, was very happy but at the end of the day is that if you also look at the front of the counts from last year not this year and you see how much money they've spent they've probably splashed out last year 30 million loss you know they're, they're all Mate. over the place and this year they've spent even more Mate. so they've gone shit or bust as they say for promotion so if they don't go up this season they're going to be in a little bit of a pickle so you can understand why he's not happy why the Fulham fans are not happy because they know that this is kind of a little bit of a last hey, chance hey, to lose look mate let's cut, let's cut to the chase today the Brentford fans did themselves proud the Brentford players did themselves proud we had Reese Cole was with, with me at half time and he, and he said like the, the, they deserve the, the Brentford team deserves something out of this game we got something out of the game I think we deserve something more out of the game it, it goes on one more week and one more week and there's only four games to go now 
we we are in it and to me three games in it yeah to me now that is some achievement come on you bees come on you bees this is the besotted pride of west london podcast we've had a fabulous day here in fulham sun's been shining had a really great time coaching bad beforehand really good bounces turn around to Brentford fans best fans that have been here the whole time afterwards here there's all sorts of music we had the Fulham guys we had the magic mod earlier he didn't like a magician didn't appear after the game doesn't matter he's been good sport as well been absolutely great listen we're talking about the um, you check out our radio show check that out as well you know because even though the game's over just check it out on the besotted com forward slash audio as well and we've got our podcast there from the radio show it's very very funny also we're going to talk about the Martin Allen do but it's actually sold out we've got no more tickets left for that however we may have a few come on from our, we're actually asking around to make sure that people can make it so we may have a few that come on sale so go on to the website besotted.com forward slash social and then just go and register your name and we'll email you if any tickets come. But as we thought, this has gone absolutely berserk. And uh, we've got tickets that have gone for that. But other than that, hey, 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 what's going on? That's what the Fulham fans were saying when we scored in the 94th minute. When they thought they were well and truly on course for promotion. But as we can say, we've got the Beast fans in the house. And as we go, as we say... TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.